Hey everybody, this is Ray Kozak from St. Paul Lutheran Church in Clarence Center, New York. Uh, good day to you. We're going to read John chapter 7, great part of the gospel story. Jesus is going to be teaching at the Festival of Booths, John chapter 7 and 8. They go together. There's a chapter break, but uh, it's just, uh, it is one unit. So let's take a look at it. It's great stuff about how Jesus will fulfill uh, the feasts, the festivals, and all the things that God had given to his people Israel. They come fully true in Jesus, and, but yet they can't figure it out. The people there, they don't know who Jesus is. Uh, is he the teacher or a, a good teacher or is, is he an imposter? Is he the Messiah? Is he a prophet? And what's all this stuff about him being united with, with the Father? Uh, they just could not figure it out. Um, so Jesus is telling us many good things today uh, and we can grasp hold of him by faith. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for your word. Thank you that uh, you bring yourself to us. We pray that you would open our eyes, our ears, our hearts, our minds to you and uh, that we would receive you by faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Here we go. After this, Jesus went about in Galilee. He would not go about in Judea because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Now the Jews' Feast of Booths was at hand, and this Feast of Booths is one of three main feasts that the Jews were told to celebrate. And this one happened in September, October um, time period, and it remembered the, uh, the, the wandering of the, the people of Israel in the wilderness for 40 years. So it's called Feast of Booths. They literally uh, would come to Jerusalem, or you know, at this time in Jerusalem, and they would live in booths or in tents, and they would remember the, the people. And so um, it has elements of water pouring out and all these other things uh, that Jesus will take and use uh, to teach who he is. All right. So his brother said to him, leave here and go to Judea that your disciples also may see the works you're doing. For no one who works, for no one works in secret if he seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For not even his brothers believed in him. And I'll add, yet we know that they do come to believe in him. Jesus said to them, my time has not yet come, but your time is always here. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify about it that its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I'm not going up to this feast, for my time has not yet fully come. After saying this, he remained in Galilee. And we can see here, uh, some ad manuscripts add the word yet, because uh, that's really what Jesus means. I'm not going up with you. I'm not going to uh, be bossed around by you and do uh, your bidding uh, since you don't even believe in me. Um, so he's going to do things in his own times, his own agenda. So verse 9, after saying this, he remained in Galilee. But after his brothers had gone up to the feast, then he also went up, not publicly, but in private. The Jews were looking for him at the feast and saying, where is he? And there was much muttering about him among, among the people, while some said, he's a good man. Others said, no, he is leading the people astray. Yet for fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. And we see we have a, an arrest document um, that we believe the Sanhedrin wrote and published uh, in order to arrest Jesus, not because he did good works, but because he deceived the people. He's guilty of sorcery, of doing miracles uh, in order to deceive the people. And that's exactly what they say here. And even today, some people say, well, Jesus is a good man. And others say, no, um, he's not. He, he uh He's intolerant and exclusive, and he's leading people away from what's good. Uh, so that has not gone away. Verse 14, about the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and began teaching. The Jews therefore marveled, saying, 
How is it that this man has learning when he has never studied, that is, in a rabbinic school? Um, so Jesus answered them, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone's will is to do God's will, he will know whether the teaching is from God or, or whether I am speaking on my own authority. The one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory, but the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and in him there is no falsehood. Has not Moses given you the law, yet none of you keeps the law? In this case, you're trying to kill me. That's against the law last time I checked. Why do you seek to kill me, he says. Verse 20, the crowd answered, You have a demon. Who is seeking to kill you? Jesus answered them, I did one work, and you all marvel at it. And this is going back to the work of likely what, what the thing that they want to kill him for is still that uh, healing the, the invalid man on the Sabbath. And going back to chapter 5, verse 22, Moses gave you circumcision, not that it's from Moses, but from the fathers, and you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If on the Sabbath a man receives circumcision so that the law of Moses may not be broken, are you angry with me because on the Sabbath I made a man's whole body well? Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. You know, we can't help judging. It's like we evaluate, we think about what's true, what's good. Um, so he says, don't judge by appearances. Judge with right judgment. Some of the people of Jerusalem therefore said, Is not this the man whom they seek to kill? And here he is speaking openly, and they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Christ? But we know where this man comes from. And when the Christ appears, no one will know where he comes from. Again, uh, there's a lot of different thoughts about the Messiah in Jesus' day. We know from the scriptures that he was to be born in Bethlehem. Micah chapter 5 tells us that. Verse 28, So Jesus proclaimed as he taught in the temple, You know me, and you know where I come from, but I have not come of my own accord. He who sent me is true, and him you do not know. I know him, for I come from him, and he sent me. So they were seeking to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. Yet many of the people believed in him. They said, When the Christ appears, will he do more signs than this man has done? Well, the, the Pharisees heard the crowd muttering these things about him. And the chief priests and Pharisees sent officers to arrest him. Jesus then said, I will be with you a little longer, and then I am going to him who sent me. You will seek me, and you will not find me. Where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, where does this man intend to go that we will not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What does he mean by saying, you will seek me and you will not find me? And where I am, you cannot come. Now think about this. Uh, they want to arrest him and yet Jesus continues teaching and then um, he's not afraid of them. So this first part is sort of the middle of the feast and now it's the last day, verse 37, the last day of the feast. Jesus is not uh, giving up teaching the people because, as said, many believe in him. So on the last day of the feast, um, the, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive, for as yet the Spirit had not yet been had not been given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Um, beautiful words here. Uh, I have so much to say about this. But I just want to say um, these verses, um, another way to read these 
uh, verses uh, from the Greek here is something like this. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and let the one who believes in me drink, as the scripture said, out of his heart, that is out of Jesus' heart, the one who gives the water, shall flow rivers of living water. Uh, this r- living water flows, uh, the Greek can say that it flows out of Jesus, um, not just out of the believer. And so it, this first applies to Jesus, that the Spirit flows out of Jesus. We see this in chapter 4 when he's talking to the woman at the well. He's, chapter 4, verse 10, Jesus is the source of the living water promised to the Samaritan woman. Uh, later we'll see in chapter 19, um, verse 34, that water will flow literally from his side when he is pierced and he hangs on the cross. And then chapter 20, uh, when he appears to his disciples on Easter evening, um, he gives his spirit, which the water signifies. Um, he breathes on his disciples and gives them the spirit. So it first applies to Jesus. This living water flows out of Jesus. But it then also applies to the disciples. Back to chapter 4, verse 14, it says that those who receive the Spirit or drink from Jesus have the Spirit's living water and it's welling up in their hearts. So beautiful words that apply uh, to us, this living water. And Jesus is standing up. By the way, this last day of the feast was the day when um, the priests would pour out water onto the altar or, or in that temple area. And um, so that it's that time when the water is flowing out as part of the feast and he's crying out, uh, come to me and drink if you are thirsty. Good stuff. Beautiful stuff. Verse 40, when they heard these words, some of the people said, this really is the prophet. Others said, this is the Christ. But some said, is the Christ to come from Galilee? Right? They don't know that he was really from born in Bethlehem. Has not the scripture said that the Christ comes from the offspring of David and comes from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So there was a division among the people over him. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. The officers then came to the chief priests and Pharisees, who said to them, Why did you not bring him? Like, it's your job, dudes. Get him. The officers answered, No one ever spoke like this man. We can't arrest him right? This is probably the prophet or the Christ. How could we arrest him? Verse 47, the Pharisees answered them, have you also been deceived? Have any of the authorities or or the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd that does not know the law is accursed. Oh, I love this. Verse 50, Nicodemus, he stands up, has, they ask, has anyone in the Pharisees believed in him? And then it says, Nicodemus, who had gone to him before, and who was one of them, said to them, Does our law judge a man without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does? So John here is, is sort of hinting that Nicodemus has believed in him. Verse 52, they replied, Are you from Galilee too? Search and see that no prophet arises from Galilee. Um, which, by the way, um, is kind of bizarre because if you look at um, Isaiah um, it, there is a, this whole part how light will come, uh, the, the Messiah will come to Galilee. Let um, me take a look here. So um, Matthew quotes this in Matthew chapter 4 when Jesus goes to Galilee. Um, and he's quoting from Isaiah chapter 8. And it talks about how the land of Zebulun, the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people dwelling in darkness 
have seen a great light. And for those living in the shadow, region and shadow of death, on them a light has dawned. So uh, they miss the whole fact that the Messiah, yes, he's born in Bethlehem, but he brings his light to Galilee. Anyway, good stuff. Lots of deep stuff. I hope you have parts there that uh, you take in and, and uh, grasp Jesus by faith. He is, uh, he is the, the one who brings the living water. And um, he cries out to the whole world, um, the world who is wondering, who is this guy? Is he, uh, is he a good man? Uh, or is he a deceiver? And we all have to decide that. Uh, Jesus says, who do you say that I am? And uh, we, by faith, say, you are, as, as Peter ended the last chapter, uh, we have come to know and believe that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Uh, to whom else shall we? You have the words of, of eternal life. Uh, Jesus, who else are we going to go to? Uh, even if we don't understand and grasp it all, who else can we go to? All right, that's all for today. Have a great day. Keep reading and praying. All right, bye.